0: Hi everyone, welcome back to Views from 3rd Man. So the decade is almost over and I want to talk about all the cricketing events that have happened in the decade but first let's focus on 2019 because I think that's a lot easier to do first of all from my point of view so I get to be slightly lazy. But also a lot has happened in 2019, we had the IPL, the world cup, great test matches and 2019 in my opinion was one of the better years for cricket as a sport. So I want to talk about the top moments of 2019. So let's start with Test Match Cricket. Now for the first time in many 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 years, an Asian team went to Australia and defeated them at home. So my first moment is India series win in Australia Australia versus Australia. And I think it was it was a historic series win. I know the scorecard only reads 2-1. But because the last game was out it was virtually a 3-1 series. Then another moment that stood out to me, this is something that's sort of personal and maybe controversial. But in the last month month or last two months, we, the test cricket has returned to Pakistan. And honestly, there's a new lot of Pakistani players like Baba Razam, Shaheen Afridi and Naseem Shah that I really like and have a lot of respect for. Because I know it's... I mean, it's very difficult to be a cricketer coming from Pakistan because there's not much cricket coverage from that country and there's no games at home. But just the feeling those players would have of playing a test match and winning a test match at home must be incredibly special for them. So that's another one of my top moments. Then we have the rise of day-night test cricket. Now, this is something that's very... I mean, from the perspective of the game of cricket, it's something that promotes test match cricket and actually gets people back into Test match cricket And I think that's something That's very commendable So Day night cricket Was one for me But the top moment In test cricket This year for me Has to be the ashes And the return Of Steve Smith Steve Smith in the ashes Got, sep- got-, got- Scored 774 runs and a mammoth average of 110.57. Those numbers are out of this world. I mean that's as crazy as how well Virat Kohli played against South Africa last year in the ODI series. But Steve Smith was absolutely fantastic in the ashes. Somebody said that in 2001, India beat Australia when they came at home with two batsmen and a bowler, virtually. I think Australia detained the ashes. I know the scorecard reads too old, but they were the better side. Australia detained the ashes on the back, on the back of Steve Smith, Pat Cummins, Josh Hazelwood, and a little bit of Manus Labuschagne in here. I really hope I'm pronouncing that name correctly. Correctly. I've heard there's a lot of ways to say it. I'm just going to call him Shane because he has performed incredibly well. So the return of Steve Smith and also Ben Stokes' innings at Headingley. I mean everyone's spoken about Rohit Sharma this year and Rohit Sharma has had a fantastic year. That builds up to my next point. The kind of year Rohit Sharma has had, he mean, he's the highest run scorer for India. In limited overs cricket He's the second highest run scorer in the year Across all formats He got five hundreds in the World Cup And two more apart from that Rohit Sharma's had an absolutely fantastic year But Ben Stokes has had an even better one In my opinion Ben Stokes is by far the player of this year the player of the year for me he won the sports personality of the year award he single-handedly won england that world cup in the final that really was his game and the test innings at Headingley has got to be the greatest test innings i have ever seen i mean i saw i saw virat kohli in adelaide i saw virat kohli in edge baston i saw steve smith in edge baston i saw ms Tony get a double century against australia coming in at number seven when india were in trouble but this really is the greatest test innings i have ever seen and it and i think it will be one of my favorite innings for the very very long time and then there's something that really saddened me this year that i want to talk about before i get to my last two points and that is the state of the cricket in south africa and sri lanka so in the case of Sri Lanka, it's very simple. Over the last 10 to 15 years, they've had absolutely magnificent players, be it, be it Malinga, Jayavardane, Sangakara, Murni or Dilshan. And replacing those kind of players can be very difficult. I think they need to work a lot on Kusal Mendes. He was a very good talent a while ago, but now he's a senior player in the side, so he really needs to step up. And Angelo Matthews and Dimuth Karunaratne have just not become the players that we thought they would. And they're still really good players, but you expected them to take the lead roles and not play very good supporting roles in the side. But they've just become better at their supporting roles. And that's really not what Sri, not what Sri Lankan cricket needed. And then you have South Africa. Now, the problem with South African cricket, again, is the diamond and coal pack. So, the coolback arrangement is something I want to talk about. That's a topic for another podcast itself. But you have all the retirements of players over the last two years, like AB e. De Villiers, Monet Morkel, Dale Steyn and Hashim Amla. All of these players, well, AB e. De Villiers is the greatest batsman to ever play for South Africa. Dale Steyn is by far the best fast bowler in this decade. So, replacing players like Stain, AB, e. Amla, and Morkel, and with Faf not, not being able to last much longer, I think he'll play for another year or two, and then he'll also to be done. Replacing players like that is incredibly difficult. Replacing prominent figures and legends of the game in South African cricket is just not getting that much talent anymore and I want to do an entire podcast around the future of South African cricket because I really do like the South African team. And these players are one of, Zabada is one of my favorite players, along with A.B. De Villiers. I really like South African cricketers and the cricket team. And yes, this is one of my flaws. I'm very partial towards that team um, because I really like the way they go about playing their cricket. So I'm very worried about the state of South African cricket. And I want to do a podcast on that in the future. Um, then of course you had the Shakib Al-Hassan saga, something that saddened me. But the thing that shocked me in the, in the Shakib saga was that he's probably heard the ICC speech, the vow that players have to take to not be corrupt or take bribes or or report corruption, to, to actually report corruption, sorry. Uh, he's probably heard the rules and heard that speech a few million times but for him a senior player to still go and do something like this well it disgusts me and I'm very disappointed in what he's done and I really hope that that the Bangladesh cricket board and all cricket boards across the world can really find a way to not let young players get caught in this cycle because if a player as honourable and as good and talented as Shakib can get caught in something like this then a young 19 year old kid playing an under 19 world cup well something like this is bound to happen to them at some point in their life so i think i the icc and other cricket organizations across the world really need to look into this problem um then you had the world cup obviously the world cup in my opinion was the top moment of the year For an overall point of view, you know, my top moment of the year is, of course, something very personal to me. But the World Cup was my second moment of the year. The way England played and the way England have been playing since their exit in the last World Cup is something incredibly uh, commendable. They've played... A, a fair bra- a fair brand of cricket they've changed the way limited overs is, limited overs cricket is played but they're still england you know they haven't suddenly gone and started playing aggressively like australia has they've stayed exactly the same they've just become a lot more aggressive and forward thinking in their approach England have revolutionized the way one day cricket is played and I think they deserve to win the World cup just for what they've done for the game in the last four years. And not to take away from what New Zealand did, that final has got to be one of the greatest one limited overs matches of all time. I mean, it's at par with that 430 run, run chase that South Africa had and all those other great games like the first World Cup final ever. Those kind of games, this is at par with those, if not better, the World Cup final of 2019. Then something that's incredibly personal to me, one of my idols, and I really hope that isn't the way that he says goodbye to the game but in the IPL final and in the World Cup final MS Dhoni got run out and both times he couldn't take his side across the line i mean in the world cup final in the world cup semi final it shouldn't have come to that kind of a stage in the IPL final they tried to steal an extra run and dhoni wasn't able to make it in time and ms dhoni is the greatest captain Of any team ever He's on everybody's all time list And a player like that Should not have to say goodbye to the game On such a bad note So I really hope MS Dhoni is given a chance To make a comeback and play for India again Be it in the T20 World Cup Or just have an amazing IPL season Just a nice way for Dhoni To say goodbye to the game Because I really think now Even though Dhoni fans like myself Will pray that the day MS Dhoni Has to say goodbye to the game never comes I feel like it's inevitable so I just hope MS Tony has a chance to say goodbye properly so that was my podcast I shall be posting every day I think for the next one for the next week to 10 days because so much has happened I want to talk about my teams of the year and teams of the decade my moments of the year and moments of the decade so I want to do a lot I have a lot of different ideas for podcasts so stay tuned for more from Youth from Third Man as of now have a good day or a good night wherever you are in the world and I hope to see you all soon